0: Hey guys, what's up? I wanted to jump on here today to do something I've never really done before and I want to share something that's been put on my heart by God um, that I just really feel like i meant to share with you guys. And so I want to talk a little bit about the um, quarantining and the shelter-in-place or stay-at-home orders that we've all been experiencing to some extent. Um, I do know that a lot of us are starting to see these orders lifted, but I don't think we're quite Ready or quite near um, coming back to any form of new normalcy yet, and so I still feel like this was put on my heart a couple weeks ago. But I really still want to share it with you guys because I think it's still an important message. And so what I want to share with you guys is um, kind of what God's given me to really study and reflect on during this time, just to see if it helps anyone else as well. And so um, a little bit about what we've all been going through, right? We've we've definitely seen. shift in our normal. And I think when it first started um, in January, we started really hearing about it. In February, we started seeing some of the effects of it. And in March, we a lot of us were in full-blown stay-at-home orders. And so I feel like in that, there's been a lot of unknown. There's been a lot of new. There's been a lot of um, fear and uncertainty that's attached to a lot of this. And so I just want to talk about... um, how my family kind of experienced this. And so part of this is that um, my family personally, we practice Lent, which for those of you who don't know, it's something we do. For the 40 days and 40 nights before Easter, we decide something that we're going to give up. Um, something that we're not going to partake in or something we're not going to eat or just something that we're willing to sacrifice to honor the 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus spent in the wilderness um, fasting. And so this is just something my family practices. It's something we've done and um, it's just, it's something that we enjoy. And so during this time that we were preparing to practice Lent as a family, this virus started to kick in pretty heavily um, right around the same time. And as I sat with everything that was going on, and with my Bible, studying the the 40 days and 40 nights that Jesus spent in the wilderness, I couldn't help but notice a correlation. And I just felt like God started to speak to me about this. And so this is what I want to share with you guys, okay? Um, for those of you who don't know the story of Jesus in the wilderness, he is... Um, I won't read the whole story to you or anything like that, but he is baptized by John the Baptist and then he is led into the wilderness by the Spirit. Actually, in Matthew 4, 1, we see it say, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. And um, it goes on to say, for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. And so in this, um, without reading you guys the whole book or the whole chapter, Um, We see the devil tempt Jesus three times. Scholars do believe that there were other temptations that happened during that time, but there's three that we see um, given as examples in the gospel. And so I want to share what those were with you. Um, so after being led into the spirit, we see the devil tempt him. The first one in Matthew is that the devil tells Jesus to make, a, make stones into loaves of bread because Jesus is hungry. He's been fasting and Jesus responds to him with scripture. People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And in that he, Jesus that is actually quoting Deuteronomy eight three. And then in the second temptation, we see the devil tell him to jump from the highest point of the temple in Jerusalem. And he says, if you are the son of God, jump off for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you, they will hold you up with their hands. So you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And the devil is attempting to cite Psalms 91, 11, and 12 in that, um, he does take it a little bit out of, out of context, but I'll come back to that later. Um, when the devil tempts him with this Jesus responds the scriptures also say you must not test the lord your god and he's quoting deuteronomy 6:16 6, in that in the third and final temptation that we see in the bible the devil takes him to the peak the devil takes Jesus to the peak of a very high mountain and shows him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and he says to him i will give it all to you if you kneel and worship me and jesus responds to him and says Get out of here, Satan! For the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only Him. And in that, He is quoting uh, Deuteronomy six thirteen. And so we see Jesus in the wilderness. We see Him be led into the wilderness. We see that He's hungry. He's fasting, and then we see the devil tempt Him with three very specific things. Um, and I think that's just really important to understand that story before I get a, a little more into why I'm sharing this and why this is, I feel like this was put on my heart. So when I first felt like this was something God was speaking to me about, I started to study the Bible and everything that I could find on wilderness. But I started with the word wilderness. And for anybody who knows, um, I'm going to prep you that I love words. I love the definition of words. I love the origins of words. I love understanding where they came from and the weight That they need to hold and when I say that I think um, for just as a reference we all know that there's many definitions of the word love and there's familial love and there's unconditional love and the different words that were originally given for love um, held different weight and different meaning and we find that a lot in the Bible we find that many different words um, whether they they originated in Greek or Hebrew that they they held different different meanings sometimes just a little bit different sometimes vastly different and so wilderness was the word that I went I went hunting down and I found that in fact, there are three words that they use in the Bible for the word wilderness. But in this story specifically, in the story of Jesus being in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, we are given the word, and if I butcher it, I'm sorry, I really should have looked up the pronunciation of this word. Um, but it says "aramos," which means an isolated place, solitary, lonely, desolate, and uninhabited by others. And... Um, when I found that definition, I think I had to sit with it for like a good hour because that word defines so perfectly what we're finding ourselves experiencing right now, right? It so perfectly defines what we're going through right now. There are so many of us that are isolated physically and emotionally from our friends, our family, our church family, our coworkers. Um, from really any kind of physical contact outside of the people who live inside of our homes. And I think that that word just, it, it resonated with me because we do feel very isolated from people. It is an isolated place. We do feel lonely. Um, and it's, it says uninhabited by others. And we do live with the people we live with, but not everybody lives with somebody. I have some friends that are living at home alone during this quarantine. Um, but it is uninhabited by others outside of my home specifically. I live with my husband and my two children, but I'm, it's uninhabited by others. We are stuck the four of us with each other, which is fine, but it is different and it is lonely in, in other ways. And so... I just remember when I found that word, like it felt so big for me. Um, For those of you who aren't familiar, we also see the wilderness mentioned in multiple other stories in the Bible, but two of the most well-known outside of Jesus in the wilderness is Moses, who was led and led. He was told to lead the Israelites out of Egypt, and we see them in the desert, wandering the desert, wandering the wilderness for 40 years. Um, And then we also see Elijah travel in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. Um... And then in other parts of the Bible, we see Jesus go into the wilderness. Um, In Luke 5 16, it says, But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And that's referenced multiple times in Matthew, Mark, Luke, um, and I think even John. And so I think that that's really important to understand that wilderness is not always necessarily something like what we're going through right now, where we are actually isolated, um, really on orders, not preference, but also that Jesus chose to withdraw to the wilderness for prayer. It is something that he stepped away from noise and distractions, and he got away for prayer to connect with the Father. And I think the reason that that's so important for me to understand is that even though we're forced into this wilderness right now, we're forced into this isolation, um, it's okay to choose to go there. But what I love about that verse in Luke five sixteen is it says that he withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. And so for me, that says that even though we're forced into this wilderness, that prayer needs to be found here. That this this is something that we aren't doing just to be in the wilderness. Jesus withdrew to the wilderness to pray. And so just because we've found ourselves in the wilderness and we've not withdrawn ourselves into the wilderness, that doesn't mean that prayer shouldn't be found there. And so I think that's my favorite part of that, um that reference in the Bible to wilderness. Um, and so I think that another thing that's really important to understand is we've probably all found ourselves in the wilderness before. Um, we may not recognize it yet. And I hope that as I go through this message, you guys maybe will recognize moments where you have been in the wilderness before and recognize the wilderness you're in now so that it helps you in the future to recognize when you find yourself in the wilderness again. Um, and I say that and I know a lot of us are probably like, I don't want to do this again. Like this, this is hard. This isn't easy. Um, And I think that's important to understand. Like it's not easy. It's not meant to be easy. The wilderness is a place of desperation and despair, but it's also a place where God is. And I think that's so important to understand. Um, It's here that we find with no one but God to seek out for strength and security. And I feel like there's, 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 there's a, there's a beauty in that. Um, and I, that just goes back to why it's so important to find prayer here. Going back to my love of words and definitions, when this message was first put on my heart, the word quarantine and wilderness were just kind of coming at me like nonstop. I couldn't stop hearing these words. And so when I looked at the definition of the word wilderness, I also went and looked up the definition of the word quarantine and, if I thought the word wilderness resonated with me, the word quarantine felt like I had run into a brick wall. Um, so I want to give you guys the definition and uh, just the understanding that I have of this word. And so the word quarantine comes from um, an Italian word, actually, that means 40 days. And um, it goes on. It, 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 it came from the need in the 14th and 15th centuries Um, that designated the period of time that all ships were required to be isolated before passengers and crews could come ashore during the plague. Um, And so there's a little bit of background of where the word came from. But what I loved the most about finding this definition is the 40 days. And I want to give you a little bit of background for anybody who doesn't have, um, who's not familiar with the Bible and the stories that you're going to find there. The reason I loved this so much is that I just, like I said, we, Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, um, fasting and in prayer, right? And being tempted by the devil, um, but in the Old Testament we see Moses and the Israelites wander the wilderness um, for forty years, and we see Elijah in the wilderness for forty days as well. And those are just three of the things that I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on. I don't want to get too far into the Bible, but there are many other times that we see the number or the the phrase forty days and forty nights come up um, in reference to different situations and. So 40 days in biblical times was a phrase that was used to actually track and record time, Um, but it was also used as a phrase to mention a long period of time. And so um, something that I love about that, for instance, is that while we've obviously been quarantining and sheltering in place and doing these things for a longer period of time than 40 days... um, if we were back in biblical times, there's a possibility that when they went back and referenced this time, they would say 40 days and 40 nights because it's just referencing a long period of time. And so I just loved the connection of the word wilderness and what we're experiencing right now and quarantine and how quarantine then for me biblically went back to the 40 days and 40 nights of Jesus in the wilderness. And so that's kind of what I want to share with you guys for today. I do have more. I just don't want to keep you guys. I know that long messages are not what people are into nowadays. And so I'll post more tomorrow. If you're interested, please join me. Come hear more about um, kind of the word that God's given me on this and what I feel like I need to share with you guys. So tomorrow, um, for anyone interested, I'll be sharing four points of things that I uh, really feel have been put on my heart about this message. So I hope you enjoyed. Talk soon.